Welcome to this week's edition of Coach Prep. Coach Don and I have got a really good topic. We're going to talk about potential, player potential, and what that really means, and the potential traps that that could lead us to as coaches and uh, and talent evaluators. Before we get into the topic, though, let's talk about Clean It Up, cleanitup.com. Clean It Up FP is the tool we want you to use for your communication challenges for your team, your organization. It's a great tool, and it's a free app. Why not try it, right? also want to talk about Nexair. Nexair is a Memphis-based industrial gas, medical gas, research gas, welding supply, and safety PPE supplier. With strategically placed retail locations, sales branches, and distribution centers throughout the southeast, Nexair is never too far away. They maintain centralized product warehouses to serve you better and be more reliable. Through our services, you can receive the products you need when you need them. Our fleet of trucks will get you the gas you need when you need it. If you're interested in any Nexair product or service or just want to talk through your options, please get in touch. Our customer care team at 888-639-2474 will help you find the branch or outside sales rep in your area. Please reach out to Nexair. They'll take care of all your needs. And finally, let's talk about Patreon. Patreon.com slash everythingfastpitch. If you can help us. We need you. We need patrons. Uh, we're doing everything we can to keep uh, everything fast pitch and coach prep free. We don't want to go behind the paywall. We don't have to become some sort of a subscription service. Uh, we've had some really good success so far with people coming on board as patrons. Helps, if you're yeah. in a position that you can help us, that'd be great. Uh, we'd love to have your support. If you go to patreon.com slash everything fast pitch, it'll all get explained to you and you can sign up right there and we would really appreciate your help. So Don, potential. Potential. We have to be looking for that all the time in all of our players, don't we? Right. But I think that there's an old saying that goes something like potential is a French word that means you haven't done anything yet. Uh-oh. And Sounds th- a little tougher. Yeah. And I, and I, but I think that uh, when we think about the word potential, it's one of those things as coaches, we always get excited because you know it, it really does have a positive connotation to it. When, when somebody says, wow, Sally's got a lot of potential. We're thinking about all the things that Sally could be and all the things that Sally can accomplish. The reality of it, though, is that I think sometimes when we hear that word, it can lead us into a a little bit of a dead end potentially as a coach or or maybe a a trap that we've got to be prepared for. And so when we think about a player's potential, I think there's three things that we deal with as coaches. Number one is their athleticism and their athletic ability. If a kid is really athletic or really athletic looking, sure you know, has, they, has some of those skills or yeah. attributes. Yeah, yeah. If, you know, if they they've got that size, that frame, that speed, that agility, whatever it is, when we see athleticism, we think that always translates to potential on the softball field. Another thing that I think has a, a big role in it is reputation. As players come up through the ranks. Even, I think, at the low-level, rec ball level, when kids first start playing, there are still situations where there are some kids that have you know, a little bit of a reputation coming into it. Maybe they had an older sister. Right. Um, maybe their dad was or mom was a coach or a player. Maybe their mom was a college athlete. At the previous level, they right. were something special. Yeah. Um, or or yeah. you know, they're, they're moving up from the t-ball league to the coach pitch league, and in t-ball... They were the only kid in T-ball that caught caught three fly balls, and could hit it to the grass. Yeah, and yeah. so you know when you hear about a kid in T-ball who actually caught a fly ball 
that kind of reputation would carry over when they move up to coach pitch. Sure. You know, and then you get to coach pitch, and and she's the kid that was making plays at shortstop and and actually throwing runners out. You know, that kind of carries some reputation as they move up to the next level. So reputation, I think, is part of this whole thing. You know, when we think about potential, and then kind of related, quite exactly the same thing as past successes. When a player has been really successful in the past. I think we often tie that into potential for them to continue to be successful in the future. For the future, right. The reason I wanted us to talk about it is because I think potential is sort of like a drug for coaches. We get hooked on it. We get caught up in it. We keep you know, waiting for the payoff. And sometimes the payoff is amazing, but sometimes the payoff never comes. And it's kind of funny because on Netflix right now, they've got the movie Moneyball. And the movie Moneyball is one of my favorite sports movies, partly because you know I love the story and I love the, the ideas, but also because there's some parts in there that are just a throwback to old school baseball mentality and scouting and, and things like that. And there's a scene in Moneyball where the old scouts are sitting around and they're talking about prospects and they're talking about, you know, this guy's got a great body. This guy is, when he hits, you know, you can hear the ball you know, coming off the bat in, in a different time zone. and But then there's other sides of it that's like, well, you know, he's got an ugly girlfriend, so that means he's got no confidence and all this stuff. But the one part that they're talking about, a hitter that they're talking about has so much potential and that, you know, the bat, you know, bat speed is there and that the combination of all the attributes that they're talking about is there. And then the lead character in the uh, movie uh, played by Brad Pitt, who's playing Billy Bean, says, well, if he's such a good hitter, why doesn't he hit good? Right. I'm going to have to watch this one, Tori. Yeah. And so, so that idea kind of, I think, sums up kind of what we're talking about today. If she's such a good hitter, potentially, why doesn't she hit good? If she's such a good athlete, potentially, why doesn't she play good? You know, if she's had so much success in the past, potentially, does that mean she's going to play good now at the next level or on the next team. And so I think it's a it's an interesting discussion because I know I, for one, have fallen into this trap at least a hundred times where I've had that player, sometimes it was a kid that you know we recruited at the college level that wasn't a finished product by any stretch of the imagination. You saw potential, you saw athleticism, you saw strength, you it's saw a, yeah. desire, you saw whatever it was, and you know would recruit a player based solely on potential. And there's a handful of times that that potential paid off amazingly. And then there's dozens of times that that potential ended up ultimately leading to disappointment and heartbreak. Well, the scary part as a coach, Tori, is that when that happens and and you've got expectations of, uh, you know, these grand results and when it doesn't happen, you're under the microscope as a coach. Right. That's when it becomes challenging to have to justify that continued you know, chance, give them another chance. Well, let's just do it one more time. Let's keep putting them out there. And um, it's really hard and, and challenging when it doesn't work out. It's great when it does. Right. Then it's easy for yeah. everybody. Yeah. But when it doesn't work out, that's when, uh, you know, it's really tough because they're expecting those wonderful things too. Right. But the bottom line is, is we've got to do what's best for the group and best for the team. And um, that's a really hard, tough coaching call to make. Right. Well, another one of the money ball lines is as they're talking about this hitter, um, they say, well, if, if we give him 400 at-bats, he's going to prove that he's a good hitter. Well, if you give him 400 at-bats and it's true... Can, can we afford... Yeah. But if you give him 400 at-bats and he's not, 
you've just sunk your season. The uh, allure of potential, you know, the attractiveness of potential is something that I think we're always going to be drawn to as coaches. And I think partly, you know, some of it's ego driven because we all think, and I know I certainly thought that if I can work with that player with that kind of athleticism, I can make them into a player. I can make them a better hitter. I can make them, I can coach them up. And so often it was true. And it and it worked some of the time and sometimes yeah. it didn't. And so, you know, it, it is kind of a crapshoot. I, I would be, uh, I wish I had a way to go back and do like a real deep dive, but uh, my memory is not good enough and I don't have any kind of records to go back and look now through to be able to go back over every roster and right. think, okay, I recruited her because of her potential. And then I recruited her because of her poten- potential. But I recruited this other one because she was already a proven commodity. You know, I might have recruited two pitchers in a class, and one was a proven commodity. She'd done, you know, been successful at every level, you know, had total confidence that, you know, she was going to be able to continue to be successful based on, you know, on her proven past successes. And then there'd be that player right next to him that was no proof at all, but was bigger, stronger, threw harder, more athletic, more pot- you know, more quote unquote potential. potential. Yeah, and, there's that word. Yeah. yeah, and how that played out. And the the more I thought about this as we we're getting ready today, I, you know, I, I can only think of a couple of people were the kinds of players that were so successful that we recruited on the potential that they could become something special is only a handful of kids in, in retrospect. There's only one or two, you know, Stephanie Fisher, we've talked about before the only all American yep. at the division one level I ever recruited. I don't think uh, maybe three other softball coaches in America even knew who she was. Another girl that played for me at Tennessee tech, her name was Jennifer Markham ended up becoming the best outfielder. I think I've ever coached. And she started off as a catcher. But right. you know, had that athletic potential and athleticism that that is so enticing, you know, and a couple of others. But you know, there's a a lot of kids that I can remember. Well, she's so athletic, we'll coach her up, and then it's like, ooh, wait a second, what so, what happened? So the luxury we had, Tori, that uh, you know, some of the travel ball groups might not have as much is that uh, we had a chance to try and have them prove that potential in practice. Right. And every day, every day, every day. And Eventually, get to work with them every day to try yeah, to cap and find out what that potential and, really is. And, and the show is the game, you know, the game and the competition when we play other other teams. And, uh, you know, again, it was maybe easier for us to, uh, to gauge that in practice and not necessarily have to show it in, in games until we thought that they were ready. Where the travel groups, it's tough. Because we're getting together fewer times, and you know, a lot of it is just the show, just right. just the weekend, just the tournaments, and the struggle is is how how long do you how long do you go right right until yeah. how, it, how stubborn do you want to be <laughs> right? It it's tough, and 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 how supportive is the group and the parents and you know the the whole staff? How how supportive are they going to be of the same uh, notion that you have in that potential? Right, right. Yeah, and I think one of the reasons that this is a trap for us as coaches is we see that potential, we see that what we, she could we want be, it to come true, and, and and we desperately want it to happen. Yeah, and we desperately want it to happen because if the picture we have in our heads of what that player could become ends up being true, it's going to be amazing. It'd be magic. Yeah. I mean, you know, you know, Stephanie Fisher's the you know only Division One All American I ever coached. 
And she walked on? And she walked on. Right. And came to us as like a, a total a unknown, project. totally unheralded project that was the ultimate success story. And in that situation, you know, when, when you know, this girl that really thought she was going to be a college basketball player, you know, came to practice and started doing some stuff, you know, it was clear that she was pretty good right away, but good enough to be a starter as a freshman with no real softball pedigree to hang your hat on yeah. is, is pretty amazing. So that's the ultimate success story. And you had to initiate that at some point with that wonder. Right. Is but, this going to go? Yeah. And, and, and I can remember there being some fallout when she first started getting into the starting lineup because it meant that somebody else um, who had been starting or who had anticipated being a starter was not playing had as much. Had to sit and watch. Um, yeah. But your, your point down about how long is too long, I think that's something that for us as coaches, we have to start to, you know, to kind of keep some perspective on. You know, the line that Billy Bean throws out there, well, if, if she's such a good hitter, why doesn't she hit good? If we keep putting a kid in the leadoff spot because she's got so much potential, but we're 25, 30 games in a row where she hasn't been getting on base, then the potential and the reality are, are pretty far removed from each other. You know, if we're running her out to center field thinking, well, she's so fast, eventually she's going to catch all those balls, <laughs> but she's not catching any of them. And and also, too, how much better is another player going to get if they get all those opportunities, right. right? Yeah. Well, if we give him 400 at-bats at the major league level, he's going to prove he's a great player. Well, discussion really hits close to home because I've had this you know conversation with other people at different times in my career. Well, if, if so-and-so plays all the time, she'll get better by osmosis. She can't help but get better. <laughs> and there's some truth to that. She will get better. But does that mean that it's still what's best for the team? And is she getting better fast enough to justify that she plays all those innings and all those opportunities versus somebody who might be a little bit less exciting for the long haul potential, but is a lot more consistent and a lot more productive day in and day out right now. Right. And so coach's potential is one of those fancy, fancy words. We just got to be aware of it. If you find yourself justifying in your mind over and over and over again that you're putting a kid in the lineup because of her potential, if there isn't any proof to go along with that potential, I think you need to check yourself a little bit. You need to start thinking about, is throwing her out there on game day the best way for her to ultimately fulfill her potential? And is it what's really best for the team? Because if it's one of those deals where you give a player all the time she needs now, and three years from now, when she's on somebody else's team, that finally pays off. Ouch. And I think you kind of have to keep that in perspective. Now, you can be happy for that player that all that time and effort you put into her and it ultimately paid off. But if you're tossing and turning at night trying to figure out why your team can't win a game because we've got all these kids with potential, but none of them are proving that they can play, I think that's something for you to be paying attention to. And just always think of the line from Moneyball. If she's such a good hitter, why doesn't she hit good? <laughs> right. So if and if you can't answer that, well, she's a good hitter. Then we got to we got to do some thinking on it. Don, anything else about potential? No, that was a fun one, Tori. Good That's deal. Good. So make sure you check out uh, cleanitup.com, Nextair, and please check out our Patreon page, Patreon.com/slash Everything Fast Pitch. And as always, if you have questions, comments, suggestions, or ideas, reach out to us at fastpitchprep at gmail.com or everythingfastpitch at gmail.com. Thanks for listening to episode number 59 for Coach Don McKinley and our producer, Stan Lewis. Coach Tori in the podcast studio, Stan, thanks for listening, and we'll talk to you again next week. <laughs>